recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. This is Kurt Angle, and welcome to the Kurt Angle Show. On the show today, we'll be discussing the main event mafia from TNA. But first, let me introduce to you my co-host, Paul Bromwell. How you doing today, Paul? Hey, Kurt. I'm doing great. It's great to see you, my friend. And uh, I think some people figured it out last week. You and I were talking about uh, your vacation. You were like, oh, I ate at some great places and this and that. And you hadn't even been there yet, Kurt. We were uh, pre-recording uh, because of vacation and doing our best to kayfabe it a little bit. But now you're back from what truly you said uh, before we got on the show here was an awesome vacation with your entire family, all your kids. It Tell was. Us about it. The only problem is every restaurant was booked solid. You could not get in anywhere. I mean, it, the, this is at its highest peak in, in June, June, late June, early July. Oh, I bet. Sarasota, Florida is packed. And uh, it was really tough to get a reservation at a restaurant. So we ate a lot of, in our house, in our Airbnb. <laughs> Even so, with the last name angle, you couldn't work yeah, it out. No, nope, couldn't do it. <laughs> oh my God. Kurt. My wife was cooking all the time. Poor woman. Oh my goodness. Not well, awesome. you had that. I saw the cool USA shirts. You and Cody had the matching polo on. Yeah. Yeah. Cody bought me that. Oh, did he? I had oh, to wear it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of USA, we're just coming off of July 4th. Did you do anything fun for independence day? I went to my uh, sister-in-law's and uh, they, they had some great fireworks. We had a lot of fun. Uh, my whole family went there and, uh, my son, Joseph, the older son, he brought his girlfriend. So everybody got to meet her for the first time. So it was pretty cool. Oh, he's got a girlfriend. I didn't know that. Kurt. Yes, he does. Yes, and, he's a little stud and you, and you approve, huh? He did good. <laughs> I approve. She's a good girl. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, man, it sounds good. Yeah. I took a, had a few days off as well. I was out not too far away from you. I was out in Western PA outside, uh, Greensburg, visiting some relatives there. Uh, for nice area. yeah, for a few days too. So, uh, but we're back, we're refreshed and you said it, we're here to talk about the main event mafia and not the entire experience, but the birth of the main event mafia. We're going back 15 years ago, uh, to 2008 and your time in TNA. And I, you know, I enjoy these TNA shows specifically because I don't, we don't have to filter the video, which I love for our <laughs> yeah. YouTube audience. It's a little and easier on us. It is. It makes it a little easier for us and we can have fun. People can see it. And, uh, but yeah, man. And listen, main event mafia, kind of a big deal. Wouldn't you say it was a big deal for, for a lot of fans. They love the group. Yeah, you know what? It, it was really cool to be able to bring all these guys together and have a faction with, with the with the wrestlers that had the huge success. Kevin Nash and Booker T and Scott Steiner, uh, Sting, Kurt Angle. It was a really cool faction. And uh, uh, Kevin Nash came up with the idea and concept, and uh, I, I thought it was awesome. Man, Nash uh, has such a mind for the business. He has he a does. successful podcast. But, uh, man, click this if you guys want to check that out. But uh, we're going to jump into it. And the seas are slowly planning for the group's formation. And it starts on the M episode of Impact 
on May 22nd from 2008 when you, Kurt, helped Booker T defeat AJ Styles in a King of the Mountain qualifier. Did you know at this point what the group was going to be and what it was all about? Yeah, yeah, I knew at this point in time. Uh, Kevin presented it to the writers, and the writers spoke to me, and I was I was game. I was on board with this thing. And uh, so we started with the Booker T versus AJ, and uh, I assisted Booker T in the win, and that's, that's how we all started began the storyline okay so you've already told us let the cat out of the bag here kevin nash is the uh, author of of the entire idea so that's who it comes from was there any problem with, with obviously creative the the you know whoever's in charge of creative at this point they were all in whatever kevin nash said they were all in and yeah yeah, yeah. kevin's great man he's really creative he comes up with a lot of ideas i mean Look, look what he did in, you know, WCW and, you know, he had the click and then he had NWO, he had the NWO. Yeah. Kevin Nash is part of the greatest factions of all time. And you know what? Main event mafia wasn't too bad either. No, not at all. Well, listen at victory road, 2008 sting returns to TNA attacks Samoa Joe, uh, after his TNA total match with Booker T in Houston and Joe's pounding Booker until finally sting comes out and tell him that's enough. And eventually Joe flips him off and sting hits him with the bat. And now we have sting in a heel roll. Kurt, what do you think about sting as a heel? I don't think of Sting as a heel. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. You know, he was such a baby face his whole entire career. I don't even know if he turned heel in WCW. Oh. Uh, not that what I can remember. And, you know, it was really difficult for Sting to do this. I, I, he took to it pretty well, but I know that he was uncomfortable because he's never done it before. And he was always a baby face and the people always adored him. The fans loved him. So it was, uh, it was a little difficult, I'd imagine, for Sting to do this. Yeah, I mean, even you mentioned WCW. He was that white meat baby face that you know when he was the had the uh, the crew cut and all that. But when he became Crow Sting, it was that darker, but still still baby face. Still baby face. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, listen at Hard Justice, you take on AJ Styles in a last man standing match, and Sting appears at the end of the match to save you after AJ wins and gives AJ a Scorpion Death Drop. Uh, and there's arguing between Kevin Nash and Sting for attacking AJ. All these top stars, you talked about it. And mind you, all of you are from the WWF, WWE, or WCW. And you guys are going to go against those well-established stars here in TNA of Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. But uh, it, it just felt like a compelling storyline, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was the guys from uh, WWE and WCW that were going to go up against the TNA originals. And uh, I thought it was a great storyline. I thought it was going to be very compelling. We'd have a lot of great matches together. And, and the whole idea, the whole concept wasn't to make us. It was to make the younger talent in TNA. Obviously, we're going to win everything at the beginning, you know, and dominate. And then these guys were going to come back on us and, you know, win the titles back. And we were going to make more stars, not just the AJs and the small Joes, but everybody. We wanted to elevate everyone we thought this was a great idea to do this oh i mean it listen in theory you guys are the stars that we know from wwe wcw so in the end if you're giving the rub to these guys and putting them over sure then it should make sense that they're elevated there's a guy i want to talk about now kirk that kind of leaves a little early and it doesn't work out for him because the original plan from what we could find in our research is that uh, tomco he was supposed to be the young man of the group it never happens he leaves tna were you surprised to see him leave here at this point? 
Yes, I don't know if it was the money or if he was interested in going over to Japan. Uh, I wasn't sure wh- why he decided to leave, but he was going to be in a good spot if he would have stayed. And so I'm really surprised that he left. There's uh, there's also some talk between Sting and Nash about what Sting's intention were, and this was some of the best stuff TNA ever did, in my opinion. Would you agree with that, Kurt? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, things got a little you know, rugged and and rough. And, you know, it, it, there was, there was a lot of drama and uh, you're right. Uh, definitely, definitely a great storyline to produce. And it felt like it was a real straightforward way to put this whole group together. Yeah. No twists and turns. No very straightforward, very simple, very basic, yeah. which, which we've talked about on this podcast a number of times. Some of the, the, the hanky panky or some of the, the goofy stuff that felt like that they had to always add to some of these storylines swerves and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't People necessary. Yeah. You just plain and simple, straightforward, do it that way. You mentioned, you said, Hey Paul, at the end of the day, the goal was to make AJ and Samoa Joe bigger stars and uh, the other talents. Yes. Yeah. And, and other guys too, at this point. And, and a lot of the storyline and, and some of the truth uh, to a lot of the promos that stings cutting here were about how the young guys claim the veterans owe them nothing. And they need to move out of the way and let them, and I'm talking Joe and AJ and others claim their rightful spot. Was, was that, uh, you know, tongue in cheek about the guys in TNA feeling like these top stars were coming in and taking their spots or what's of course. going on? Here? Listen, these guys were excited when we joined TNA, all, you know, Kevin sting myself, you know, they, they were excited cause they were like, wow, Kurt Angle just joined, you know, we're going to be a stronger company. But once we got in there, they were like, wait a minute, <laughs> you know, where do we go? Well, why did we drop a level? And, and I understand, and I don't blame them for that, but you're going to have to have people come in from other companies to make this company grow. They needed some bigger stars and, uh, we were able to do that for them. So I think you work as a team, you have the, the, the TNA originals and you have the guys that come from WCW and WWE and you bring them together and you make a great company. I mean, I agree with you hundred percent. Listen, people knew who Kurt Angle was. People are going to turn a channel to watch Kurt Angle wrestle. So. No. I think so. Okay. I know your head, the headphones are about to pop off as it swells, but now I, I'm uh, seriously though. They knew who you are. They knew who Kevin Nash is. They know who Booker T is big national, you know, everybody knows big time wrestling stars and to then learn and watch an AJ styles wrestle you and had those holy shit moments to see some of the stuff he could do. Now, all of a sudden you're developing new AJ styles fans, new Samoa Joe fans. You have Russell, AJ wrestle, any TNA original, and it's great. You know, you love it, but you have TNA wrestle a Kurt angle and him perform at that level that he does. It's like, holy crap, this kid's really good. It's next level. It's next level, man. Well, listen, you would wrestle Kevin Nash on impact in late August in a match. That's a qualifier, uh, for the TNA title match at no surrender that you would get the win. Imagine that. And, uh, here's what the torch had to say said angle came out first. Samoa Joe was sitting ringside with today and Wes Joe said, anyone who wants a piece of him can come get some. He predicted he'll remain champion at no surrender. Tanae asked Joe if he's rooting for his mentor, Nash, and added it'd be great to have Nash to watch uh, his back at no surrender. Joe said, when you're champion, you can't really count on anyone to watch your back. He said he's number one right now, and Nash has never been good at being number two. Angle bailed out as Nash entered the ring. Angle worked over Nash's legs after the break, including a figure four. Nash rolled over to reverse it and then grasped the ropes to force a break at seven. Then he had a big side slam to neutralize Angle. Both men were slow to get up. 
Nash shoulder tackled Angle for a two count at eight minutes for a two count, then clotheslined him to the floor. Angle crawled over to the announce table. He slapped Joe on the face and told him to keep his eyes on him. That was out of nowhere. Nash gave Angle a big boot to the face. Joe stood up and walked to ringside. Nash set up a jackknife. Angle gave Nash a low blow from behind. Angle hits the Olympic slam for the win. Winner, Kurt Angle in 10 minutes. Throwing in that low blow there, Kurt. <laughs> See what you did there. If you're going to beat Kevin Nash, you got to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the few singles matches, though, that you had with Big uh, with Big Sexy in your career. What did you think? Talk to us about working with uh, Big Kev. You know what? I was surprised because I thought he'd be pretty limited because he blew his knee out in oh, WWE, yeah. and you know that, that was a pretty nasty injury. But uh, he seemed to be fine when I wrestled him. I mean, I, I know he was protecting his knee at this point in time, but... I thought he produced pretty well. I thought I thought we had a great match, especially for a 10-minute match. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. We want to pause this episode of the Kurt Angle Show to tell you about Kurt and I's new favorite app, and it's game time. It's the place to go for tickets to all things sports, comedy shows, concerts, wrestling, you name it, Game Time has it. Especially those last-second tickets when you're on the fence but just not sure. And I'm telling you, if you can find tickets cheaper on another site, Game Time's going to credit you 110% back. They even have event cancellation protection. So if your favorite performer decides to cancel, they have protection for you in that event. They also have a 24-hour return guarantee. I'm telling you, I've had some terrible experiences with all the other ticket apps out there, not with game time. They even provide job loss assurance. No one else has that. If you prove proof of job loss, they're going to refund your tickets. I don't know that it gets any more fan-friendly than that. So snag the tickets now without the stress with game time. You can download the game time app create an account and use code angle for $20 off your first purchase. That's right. Terms apply again, create an account and redeem code angle for $20 off. Download it today. Last minute tickets member lowest price and it's guaranteed so many great events. You can take advantage of it now, whether you're a fan of the NFL wrestling music, it doesn't matter. As I said, game time has it all. You can see awesome pictures of the seats Look at the sections, and they are so fan-friendly. There's no mistake about it. Game Time is the app for you. So check it out now. Create an account. Use code ANGLE and $20 off your first purchase. I want to hear about your two's relationship backstage. Did you have lots of good... I mean, he's a conversationalist. There's no doubt about it. If you've ever... If you ever have checked out his podcast, has lots of thoughts, lots of opinions. Loves the talk. Loves the talk. So talk to me about you two and your relationship. We, we became very close. Uh, I didn't even talk to him in WWE. I barely spoke to him. We would say hi when we passed by each other. But uh, in TNA, we became really tight friends. We had a mutual respect. And uh, with that mutual respect was, um, you know, a, a great friendship that produced. Did you uh, guys share similar viewpoints as far as on the wrestling business? 
Yes, yes. I was all on board with what Kevin was, you know, his whole idea was to make the younger wrestlers and his whole idea was also to make us shine first, make sure that we were dominating everybody and then we would put people over. And uh, I totally agreed with him. And you said, too, that you really didn't get to know him that well in 2002 in WWE, huh? No, I mean, they, they weren't. They're, they're social guys, but, you know, they had their own little click, you know, Sean and Hunter and, you know, Kevin Nash and the Scott click. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the click. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, they, nobody really spoke to him that much. I mean, I, you know, I, I might say, ask him a question or something, but uh, we, we wouldn't have a long conversation. No. So that's cool, though, that now you have this opportunity here in TNA to get to know him better, talk to each other and kind of form that friendship. So Yeah, and he's a quality individual, man. He's a great human being. Well, listen, man, you earned a spot now in the four-way match at No Surrender where you're going to take on Joe Booker and Christian Cage in a TNA title match. And the next week, you'd come out for a promo. Are you ready? Because here we go. We got clip one of this week. You want to ready to check it out? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Come on, Joe. You're looking at a portrait of what a real world champion is supposed to look like. Booker T and Kurt Angle. You see, we carry ourselves with dignity, honor, and respect. Traits you will never have, Samoa Joe. You see, I would never speak on Sting's behalf, but last week, everything that he said was directed toward you, Samoa Joe. You are a disgrace to the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Am I right? You know, Kurt Angle is right on the money, Joseph. You see, when Sting spoke last week, he spoke the truth. He spoke the truth about today's wrestlers. A bunch of spoiled brats who want everything, but they have earned nothing. You see what you see in the middle of this ring here tonight is two champions. Not only two champions, but two distinguished gentlemen. And the way I see it, Joe, at no surrender, the world title would be decided between two gentlemen, and that is Kurt Angle and myself. The old-fashioned way, man-to-man, face-to-face, like two champions should. I couldn't agree with you anymore, Booker T. You see, a no surrender, it's going to go a little something like this. We're going to take the winner of Christian Cage and AJ Styles. And we're going to take him out just like that. Kaput, gone. Right at the beginning of the match. Then we're going to call him the whole entire arena. And find that country-wielded hick. 
and we're gonna take that guitar and stick it straight up his <laughs> Then, Samoa Joe, we're gonna make an example out of you. We're going to humiliate you like the punk that you are. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. Yes, it's going to be two former TNA World Champions to compete head-to-head -head later tonight to see who will join Kurt Angle and Booker T at No Surrender against Samoa Joe. And I can't wait to hear what Christian Cage has to say about his match tonight against AJ Styles on Impact. I don't really mean to interrupt, but I couldn't help it. I heard you out here running your mouth, Kurt, and I just want to set the record straight on something. You're not going to have to worry about AJ Styles at No Surrender because you're looking at the man that's going to qualify tonight in the Four Ways to Glory match. Now, don't get me wrong. AJ Styles is the future of this business. AJ Styles and I have had our problems in the past, but we've patched those up. This isn't about that right now. This is about no surrender in my backyard. This is about the main event at no surrender. Now, while you guys are out here talking, seemingly worried about all these politics going on, you seem a little bit distracted, and you know what? I hope that you are. I hope that you are distracted because while you're thinking about that, I'll be thinking about this. Becoming a three-time world heavyweight champion. Oh, 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 what, oh, what, wait, 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 wait a damn bit. What the hell are you talking about? Run it out here. Man, you ain't nothing but a poop putt. Fairy tale dreaming. King of the politics. Man, look here. You always talking about how you roll. Well, let me tell you something. Of all people, you need to be rolling with this right here. Look, man. These young guys right here ain't showed us nothing. And first of all, they ain't showed Booker T, the royalty. They ain't showing me no respect right here. Hold on one second before you blow a gasket there, Whoopi Goldberg. Is it really about, is it really about the lack of respect? Or Booker, are you just worried about losing your spot? Whoa, 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 whoa. You wanna play the role of the superhero? You go ahead. Okay, I'll make this simple. I'll make this very simple. We can do this the easy way. Or we can do it the hard way. It's your choice. It's my choice? Well, that depends, Kurt. 
What's the hard way? Looks like we're about to see the definition of the hard way from Kurt Angle removing his jacket and going right up the ramp to confront Christian Cage, and there they go. Well, they go him into this, and Christian Cage should be careful. He's got a match later on tonight to qualify, but he doesn't care. He just goes right after the two that are going to be at no surrender. And as soon as Angle sneaks up from behind, Cage is ready for him. Right hands for both, but then all of a sudden, the two-on-one beatdown is just too much. They've got him trapped in the corner. Well, you knew it was going to happen. I mean, two people with that magnitude in Kurt Angle and Booker T. The numbers game was going to be in. Wait a minute, here he comes. The phenomenal AJ Styles, and he's breaking it up as he goes right after Kurt Angle. Think of the irony of this. Christian Cage's opponent later tonight in the Four Ways to Glory qualifying match. The phenomenal AJ Styles is the one who just saved his butt. Kurt, that's a lot of fun. The last time we saw you with Booker T and Charmel, it was a very different situation. <laughs> <wasn't> it? <laughs> it was a lot of inappropriate hey, sexual sins going on there. Did you notice that Booker T lost his accent? <laughs> did you know? Yeah, like halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> I think things just got real serious and he went back to the old Booker T. <laughs> he did. He just started getting fired up. The accent went right out the window, but I love Booker T with the accent. Oh, I do too. Jamaica, man. <laughs> and not only that, I also loved when he was King Booker, when he did the oh, whole yeah, King Booker yeah. thing King in Booker WWE. WWE. Oh, love awesome. that shit, man. So, so entertaining. Man. One of the most entertaining wrestlers in the history of the business. But I mean, were you enjoying his gimmick here with Charmel having it? You, you had to be having a blast. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a blast. Booker was having fun. In TNA, he had more fun than anybody else. It's like, it, it's like he was... Uh, he was trying new things and he could, you know, right. There was no pressure stepping outside the box. He was really doing a lot of that. And I was really impressed by it, but that was the beauty of TNA though, right? You didn't feel the same level of pressure to, no, to be able to go out and test the waters with some of this. Yeah. Stuff. You could test the waters. Definitely. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Let's talk about styling and profiling. Woo. Because you're rocking the suit. The tie was that all Kevin Nash's? Hey, we're main event mafia. Let's put the threads on. The rule was we had to wear suits. The main event mafia all wore suits, and that that was the rule. And I was following it. So, did you all guys have tailors? You had in the men's warehouse. You go J.C. Penny. <laughs> I mean, what we do here, Kurt? What was your what was your uh, tailor of choice? I actually bought some David Allen suits. I don't even okay. know, if you know who that is, but they're 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 coming along pretty well here. They. I was one of their first customers. Okay. You were their first Olympic hero. Got it. <laughs> well, you know, you guys are all looking good, which I've always loved. I mean, since the four horsemen and when they would dress up and talk about what they were wearing, I always thought that, that that's what we were trying to mimic. Yes. Well, now you have Cody who always looks sharp when he comes out with the suit tie. Yes, he does. Yeah. He always looks good. Yeah. So I'm, I'm for it. So you guys are setting yourself apart as royalty. You know, it just gives you another like upper level feel. Uh, Christian comes out. We see this. You guys go back and forth. You attack him. AJ comes out, makes a save. Two weeks later, you tag with Booker to defeat Abyss and Matt Morgan. Do you think you two could have been a successful tag team if given the chance, you and Booker? How much fun would that be? Oh, God, we would have had a blast. We would have been hilarious together. <laughs> Especially if we didn't get along. I mean, right. <laughs> Booker and I could do some funny ass stuff. <laughs> he uh, he never makes it to the pay per view due to Hurricane Ike. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, I remember Hurricane Ike, and I remember Booker T not making it. Uh, and I also know Kevin Nash didn't show up, and I'm not sure why. 
Do you remember though, like kind of like helter skelter trying to figure out how to change the story of that match because of Booker T or. I can't remember if we just had a forfeit or if we ended up, uh, I don't know if they replaced somebody. I cannot remember. You said Kevin Nash wasn't flown in for the show. So yeah. I, and then, and, and, and I don't have any of the background uh, in my notes here about why he wasn't there. So a lot going on. He's, you know, Booker T not there for hurricane Ike Nash doesn't fly in for the show. Um, and, and, and that's the way, that, weird that, all, night, not that, the way that that all goes down. Yeah. yeah. Sting announces that he'll be challenging for the TNA title at bound for glory against the winner of the main event. And it's Joe after Jeff Jarrett makes his return to TNA for the first time since May of 2007. And Kurt, he hits you over the head with the guitar. He busts you open and Joe hits you with the muscle buster and retains. Were you pissed about the guitar shop busting you open? Here we go for the clickbait, baby. Honestly, no. I, listen, it, that happens. Shit like that happens. Thrasting. What happened was the guitar strings cut me when he hit the guitar of my head okay strings came down my head and kind of cut it cut me over a little bit i'm sure there was a couple of uh edges of the wood that hit my head too but i had a i had a few different lacerations so it wasn't a, it wasn't pretty hey man listen last year i was a top guy weekend little peek behind the curtain and he hit Corey ryan forster a comedian with a guitar and uh, he's a buddy of mine. And after the show, Corey, I saw the back, and he had cuts on the back of it. Just happens. It doesn't matter yeah. if the guitar's gimmicked or no not. Way, it doesn't hurt either. It's just yeah. It's just, but you're gonna you know, get cut. A little bloody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but were you happy overall with uh, with the match when when all things considered? Yeah, yeah, I was very happy with the match. I thought we had a great match, and uh, uh, I I didn't have any problem with it. Were you excited to work with Jeff at this point in time? Yeah. I mean, Jeff was a top guy. He, you know, he was the owner of the company, partial owner. Um, he had a lot of success in WWE and WCW. So he, he was a top guy. And I, I, uh, I was, I was excited about working with him. He, obviously he was a great wrestler. Is it different wrestling him knowing he is the head of the company? I mean, you beat the <laughs> shit out of Shane McMahon before. So I guess this isn't too different. You know what? I never thought of it that way, you know, yeah. beating the, out of the owner of the company, but you know, that, at that point, he's a, he's just, he's a guy, he's, he's one of the boys. Yeah. He's one of the boys, you know, it, it, when you think about it, he's just another wrestler. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Hey guys, Tony Schiavone I need to call a timeout real quick. Wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling what happened when listeners for a while now about all the cool things happening over on adfreeshows.com. On a new edition of the insiders, Conrad sits down with former Turner finance executive, dirty Dick Cheatham talking about the internal war between WCW and Turner and the Monday Night War with the WWF. And my assistant said, hey, you're not going to believe who's down there. I said, who, who? She says, China's down there. And I said, what are you talking about? Yeah. And, uh, and I went over to her window and looked at hey, the whole, dude, all the eggs is down there. Get the camera. <laughs> so, so we went down there. And of course, there were the eggs that was down there in the fight with security. On a bonus episode of My World, Double J watches back his tag team championship match against FTR and breaks down the hilarious Briscoe farm skit that preceded it. And they say, can y'all be in the background talking? And the four of us are down there, really, just you know, all four of us. But Lethal and Sanjay, I said, we got to start being silly. I just started strumming the guitar and Sanjay started <laughs> bouncing that baby and Sanjay and them started doing the dose to dough. I think this is, I don't know, it's the funniest, but I still think it's, it's a- hilarious. It's a complete ad lib, but it played to, 
you know, the line he said, them clowns, and we're down there dancing. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That's just a small taste of what we got waiting for you. With four levels to choose from, see for yourself why Ad Free Shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com. Well, at Impact, the story is about how yourself, Booker, and Sting are taking and not giving back to the younger guys. You jerks. You <laughs> prima donnas. Do you think that wrestling fans care about something like that, though? Do you think that we get invested in that storyline? Or should it just be who's better and who's going to win a, in a fight? I, I think it's just who's better, who's going to win the fight. I, okay. I don't think fans get that caught up in us not giving them opportunities. You know, it's just uh, I think it's too complicated. Yeah, I need some, I, I, I speak for myself, right? This is one man's opinion. Fans out there can have, obviously have their own opinions, but I need something a little bit more to sink my teeth into to care. Then you're not giving me my shot. What are you talking about? You're wrestling them right now. That's pretty much a shot. You know, you're absolutely right, Paul. <laughs> okay. Maybe I simplified it too much. Well, listen, you and Jeff have a promo, how Jeff picked you to become the face of TNA while he had to step back and he regrets it. And your retort is how you carried the company. And he never said, thank you. Well, here we go. Eventually there's a challenge for bound for glory and Jarrett points at the big screen and there's Mick Foley, your old pal. And he's saying, I think what Jeff is trying to say is it's real. It's damn real. Bang, bang. So this is Mick's debut for the company. How cool is it to see now Mick Foley and TNA, dude? That was awesome. I mean, Mick is such a, a, a credential to the company. Unbelievable. I mean, he's a huge asset. He, I, I would consider him, even though he didn't work as much at this point in time, I would consider him about as valuable as me coming to that company. I really do. Wow, that's that's big words for Kurt Angle to admit that. I almost <laughs> fell off my chair. I don't know. I don't know if I'm putting him over or myself. <laughs> Usually it's you, but you're putting him over too. You're, you're putting you both over. Uh, listen, during this time, dude, you're on a press wave and you're talking about how when your contract expires next year, you'd look at your options. Uh oh, Kurt, here we go. Was that part of the storyline or would you have gone back to WWE in 2009 if Vince picked up the phone? Uh, no, I wasn't going to go back to WWE. I still had two more years left of my contract. The contract wasn't coming up at this point in time. So it was just part of the storyline. And plus you've said it over and over again. Uh, Dixie was just taking such good care of you. She was, she always took care of me. She paid me well, never, never missed a paycheck. Uh, she let me rest and heal when I needed it. Uh, she always gave me the time off that I needed to recuperate. Uh, and she was so good to me. She way was, less travel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I didn't have to travel nearly as much as I did in WWE. Yeah. Well, the story continued is that you'd be willing to go back and do business with Vince McMahon. And now that we're going to put his match together, Jeff is ready to send you back to the WWE. Do you think it's too much, uh, given too much attention to WWE here? You know what? I would say that if we were in close ratings with WWE, you know, maybe if we were close second or if they, we were first and they were close second, but they were, they were blowing us out of the water. So to mention them makes us affiliated with them. So it's not a bad thing to mention that because WWE was so big at the time. I mean, we were doing pretty well, but we weren't even close to the WWE. Yeah, I got you. Well, Jim Cornette, he announces that you're fined $25,000 for your comments. And when you press him on who ordered the fine, Cornette doesn't say Jeff, but alludes to it. 
does this make it weird that your opponent is fining you? I mean, how does that make you feel exactly? Yeah, doesn't make sense. You know, my opponent, <laughs> angle your fine 25 grand. And by the way, if you beat me, you're fined another 100 grand. <laughs> oh, man. And by the way, I'm the one who said I would send you back to WWE. How do you like that? <laughs> Uh, listen, there's a promo battle between you and Mick Foley and Mick is putting you over big time. So just like you put him over on this podcast, he's putting you over back then. And you were just saying how much fun it was to work with him, but I uh, hear you are, you're both in TNA. Talk to us uh, about your interaction behind the scenes with Mick at this point. Are you guys just having a blast being together? Yeah. You know, Mick was so entertaining. You know, he was really funny on the microphone. He didn't work as much. He didn't wrestle in the ring quite as much. Um, he did every once in a while, but he was a huge asset to the company. And having someone like him involved in the company was a big deal. It's validity. It adds validity to your yes, product, having someone like a Mick Foley. Uh, at Bound for Glory, Kurt, here we are, clip two uh, upon us. We have three total clips this week. You take on good old Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and Mick Foley's at ringside, and we have the ending to this match. Let's take a look. The crowd, though, sensing that something special is going on here. That's Jeff Jarrett. I mean, he's just, he's, he's, he's not just fighting for this win. He's fighting for this company, fighting for the decisions that he's made. And he's not going to have somebody dictate what he's going to do. Oh, no, but here it goes. German's duplex. Shoulders down. Two, no. Shoulder by Jarrett to three. But you'll notice that Angle still hangs on. Is he going to try and go back to well another time? Exactly. German a second time. No pin attempt, however. Going to bring Jarrett up to the base and team overhead a third time. A third German. Here it is. Here's One, the cover. Here's two, the pin. No. Again on instinct. Jeff Jarrett able to get those shoulders up in time at Kern Angle. Three German suplexes. You can see him limping as he took a bad ball. Now you know what he wants to do. He's got the straps off. Still feeling the effects of the finger for leg locks. Angle slam attempt is instead countered by Jarrett. Reverse caught him with that arm drag. Doubled him over with the boot. Jarrett going to try a pile driver here, but you see the reverse. Oh, Jarrett rolls through. Oh, no. Angle's He's got in the right it. place for the ankle lock. Look how he just turns that ankle where he wants it to go. And you can see Jarrett, and you see him shaking his head. Is he going to tap out? Is Carrego going to get it right here? We have now seen the submission moves, the padded moves of both men on display. And Jarrett wasn't able to put Angle away with the figure four. But will the headlock be the decisive move here for Kurt Angle? He just barely touched the ropes, but he couldn't grab on. Crawling over, it's almost like Kurt's teasing him. He's so confident he is. He drags him back again, and that gets him mentally. The closer that Jarrett gets, the more that Angle not only applies the pressure of the ankle lock, but at the same time, drags him right back out to the middle of the ring to apply even more pressure, pain, and punishment. Look at Kurt, just every oomph, he just puts that shoulder down and holds onto that ankle and twists and twists. Jeff, look at this, trying to do whatever he can, and he rolls him over, and that's the only way you can do it, is he's able to somehow get the somersault to break it. It's an effective move, but how damaged is the leg of the King of the Mountain, Jeff Jarrett. Angle slam attempt. Oh, dropped him down. This could be it. One, two. Oh, my God. You've got to be kidding me. That was so freaking close. Angle buries his head in his hands. He thinks, what else can I do? 
I weakened him with the ankle lock. I hit him with my ankle slam. But instead, Jarrett able to avoid three. Both these guys in so much pain. As you see Jeff Jarrett, he's just laying there. This is the chance, Kurt. Gonna go for that moonsault. Gonna go to end it. He's got Jeff Jarrett prone on the mat. Kurt, though, his ankle he's hurting. Wobbly. He, he is. The figure four. And there he goes. Just in time, Jeff went the right direction. He came back towards Kurt Angle, and Kurt then look at him miss, and he bows up. If you think about it, it was the figure four that really was the key to Angle missing that moonsault off the top. As he made his way up to that top rope, you could just sense how his knee, his leg was wobbling. It was, Mike, it was. As he's been lifting on his, and Jeff can't hardly get the stance on him. Oh, oh, the referee's been knocked out as Jeff Duck. Kurt Angle hit him. Oh, but Jeff, this is his shot. Can he get it? He's going to try to sell the knee to the gut. Another knee to the gut. Here, Here he goes. Here's the stroke. He hits it. Jeff oh, and the referee is out. Yeah, but Nick Foley oh, just slid in. Two. see Jarrett not tap out to the ankle lock. We see a... Oh, oh my the God, the low blow. Just a dirty maneuver. As Mick Foley was checking on the referee, he nails Jeff Jarrett with that low blow. And look at Jeff. Angle rolls out here. We're going to try and, and keep our eyes on him. Angle picking up a steel chair from around ringside. Mick Foley says no way. You're not using a chair, is what Mick Foley just said to Kurt Angle. Get back in the ring. Oh, oh my, my God! God. He just crushed Mick Foley! Oh, my God! Kurt Angle just crushed him! You should feel terrible. <laughs> oh, no! My God. A sick, a sick chair shot to Foley! Oh, he just crushes Jeff with the chair! First, it's Foley! It's Jarrett with the just brutal shots. And now Angle's going to try and drag a day's Rudy Charles back. Here it is. One, two. Oh, it is. Nick Foley pulls it out. out. He's not going to allow it to happen. Angle can't believe it. Foley back in. Wipes the face of the Olympic gold medalist. Now that was a hell of an entertaining match. It was. It was really entertaining, and Mick played a good role in it. I, I think we utilized Mick the right way. That was perfect.
it was that was one of the better uh tna booked matches that you and i have watched together on this show we, we have very few of those <laughs> okay first of all you're in fantastic shape in this I, I was doing the movie warrior okay so you look lean you look great i lost 30 pounds yeah jeff looks great so you guys i mean this is a great match if you guys haven't watched it i would say go back and watch this this is a fun match you split Mick Foley, why? I mean, you gave him that chair shot, bud. You know what? He would not protect himself. He never does. Oh my I God. Him put his hands up. He never does that. He's an idiot. And <laughs> that's why, that's why he forgets who he is every once in a while now. Now you were kinder. It, it slid across Jared's head. So you were kinder to him. Yeah. But, I kind uh, of swiped him. Yeah. You swiped him, but listen, he was over from the start, uh, from the observer. Meltzer says there were thank you, Jeff chance going on in the ring. Jared had tears coming down to the ring. Uh, and there was a lot, there was a lot of emotion going, going on here in this match. But, uh, at the very end of this, three and three quarters stars. Uh, but how happy are you with this match? And oh, how, very. yeah, you got it. It was a 20 minute song. match. It, it made a lot of sense. Uh, the psychology was perfect. Jeff and I both had great performances. Yeah. You guys really, you tore it down. Great match. By the way, we're talking Dave Melturn stars. I just saw a clip from Chris Van Vliet. I don't know if you saw it come through where he's talking to Dave Meltzer and he says, I just realized or heard recently, Dave, you never gave Kurt Angle a five-star match. Did you know that, Kurt? He never. No, no, he never did, did he? He gave you so many. We talk about it, make jokes about how Kurt loves Dave and Dave loves Kurt. And we've always talked about these four, four and a half, but I guess he never gave you a five. I don't love Dave anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck you, Dave. I'm kidding. Nah, man. Uh, I just had to throw that one in there. Uh, so we continue on, though, with the, the, the birth of the main event ma mafia, because later on that night in the main event, Nash turns on Samoa Joe and helps Sting defeat him and win the TNA title. Do you think it was too soon to take the belt off of Joe after this build here, Kurt? Yes, but we had to. We we're going to start the main event mafia at this particular time. We had to do that. So unfortunately for Joe, uh, his, his reign as champion had to end a had little to come quicker, to an end. but, but I, I agree. I think that he should have held it longer. We just had to get the storyline through. And it does make sense. If you think about it, having the baby face chase the top heel, it's yes. always worked and always works. Baby face chasing the heel. Yes. As champion. How tough was it to get sting, uh, to be booed? I feel like that oh, had God. to be tough. You know, it was almost impossible. Yeah. I mean, whenever he would come out alone, they were cheering him. You know, yeah. when we all came out as a group, you know, they booed us somewhat. But Sting, it was just almost impossible to make him a heel. Almost impossible. Hey, this is Missy Hyatt, The Walking Riot. And I say that you need to save with Conrad. Jim Ross told me, you need to go with Conrad. He'll save you money. And he did. Well, it was a refinance because I owned the house, but I owned the house with my two siblings and I was buying them out. So now they're out of there and I've got the house. And I paid off my Jeep. I got my bathroom redone, the master bath redone, and um, paid off some credit cards. And it was like the cat's pajamas. I just liked it that everybody knew what they were doing. And if I had a question, it was answered. Yeah, you guys helped me out great. And when I refinanced it and paid off everything, and paid off my Jeep and did my bathroom, and I think my payment was only $8 more a month, I probably saved at least over $30,000.
it was exciting. I mean, this is the first house I've ever purchased by myself. They make everything so easy for you and you, and you don't have to think about anything and they'll get it all done. Go to Save with Conrad if you want to refi your mortgage or anything with your mortgage. Just go to Save with Conrad. Buddy, two weeks later, the official formation main event mafia takes place on TV and we got the clip. This is our final clip of the week. We're going to watch it together. The main event mafia is born. Here we go. Let's watch it. What is this? Well, after seeing Jeff Jarrett and Mick Foley talk together and talk about this huge announcement that was going to change the face of TNA forever and watching them ride off into the sunset. I thought I had to do something drastic. So I decided that I would change the face of professional wrestling forever. Not just TNA, but professional wrestling forever. So I made a few phone calls to some very, very, very important people. Yeah. And by midnight last night, the deal was done. <laughs> yeah. Well, what does this have to do with Booker T? Why'd you ask him? You see, you see, Jeremiah, what we have here, the elite, the best, the best of the best. You see, in my country, back in Africa, the lion, the king of the jungle, the lion runs in packs. Very dangerous, meat-eating beast. You see what you have here, Jeremiah? The lions of DNA. From this point on, we take what we want. We don't ask. We want respect from this point on. Kevin Nash, you seemingly left TNA two months ago. We never thought we'd see you again. Now you're here. What, what's this about? I did walk away. I had nothing left to accomplish. I thought about it. I mean, this business has always been about three things. Money, power, and respect. Respect! You know, Joe gave me no respect. Respect! Joe gave Scott Hall no respect. Respect! You know, if you read the Bible in Proverbs, it says that with gray hair comes wisdom. I tried to give wisdom to Joe. He spit in my face. I've always, I've always taken this as a business, but Joe, he made it personal. That's why I came back. No disrespect, gentlemen, but the three of you together, you're all legends. You're all icons. You've done incredible things in this business. But I've been backstage. I've seen what Samoa Joe, what AJ Styles, the Motor City Machine Guns, what everybody's doing seems to be an uprising. And at least on paper, Kurt Angle, while the three of you are icons, the three of you are legends, I think the odds might be stacked up against you. JB, this business was built on honor, dignity, and respect. Respect. You are seeing three of the greatest wrestlers of all time. But there is one more. Because when I go into battle, I am not going to go in with a stick. I'm going to go in with heavy artillery. 
So let it be known who that last person is. Reveal. <laughs> JB, you look like you just saw a ghost. Why be so surprised, JB? I mean, look, look around this room. You know, Kurt, Booker, Kevin, and myself, we tried individually. We tried it the nice way, JB. All we wanted was a little bit of respect. respect. You know, between Kurt and Booker and me, Charmel, Kevin, 75 years combined history right here. <laughs> 75 years of blood, sweat, and tears for this wrestling business, JB, that we love. We asked and we asked nicely, but there's gonna be no more asking, only demanding. And it's not gonna be pleasure. It's gonna be business, JB. <sighs> Gentlemen. Have a good night, Sting. Sting, yeah. All right. <laughs> a little bit, buddy. Yeah, it's it's not a big since Sting won, since Sting does not want to stay for the party, I'd like to make a little salute. <laughs> Gentlemen and Charmel, here's to the main event mafia. Born tonight. Amen. Respect. <laughs> what happened to Scott? Scott Steiner. <laughs> he wasn't there yet. He wasn't a part of the group, but uh I love Kevin Nash's quoting proverbs over there. Okay. With I the know, group. I know. He's such a Christian man. <laughs> <laughs> that popped me. That was fun. But man, I tell you what, it's like the rat pack sitting back there in the lounge with your suits on. Jeremiah Borash, as Booker <laughs> said. Uh, listen, this is so much fun, Kurt. And, uh, this is a big time stable though. I mean, some of the biggest stars in wrestling, it happens backstage though. It's not in front of the crowd. Did you like that? That it felt a little different or what, what were your thoughts on it? I loved it because we could control it. Okay. When you're out in the ring and the fans are going crazy and they're doing their cheers. Yay. Boo. All that stuff. You can't control the situation. And you know, if you mess up, we just do it over again. True. So pre-taping it backstage was a lot better than putting it out there in the ring because this was really important. We were starting something that we thought was going to be the nucleus of the TN of TNA for, for good forever. And uh, so we wanted to make sure we did it right. And you were able to create that ambiance, the suits, yeah. the nice leather couch, the, yeah, the, yeah, the drinks and everything. Yes. Exactly. We were able to add a few more things into the fire. Yeah, It gives it, it gives it that, that touch that you're looking for. And it looked like you guys, according to you and just talking to you about all these guys here, you guys all got along. We did. You know what? There was no political bullshit with, between us. Every, everybody played their role. They, they made me the Godfather, which was really cool. And the, the reason is the Godfather. Oh my God. The reason is <laughs> Kevin Nash knew I was the workhorse of the company. He knew I was the guy, you know, Sting was, um, a part-timer, not, not part-time, but he showed up just to Yeah. TV. Yeah. We get what you're saying. So I was the guy that was working every single night. The Kurt Angle Godfather t-shirts coming soon to the Kurt Angle <laughs> show store. 
Dominic, if you can get on that for us and do something fun, that would be great. Let's go, Dom. Oh, I'd love it. Well, hey, listen, we're going to continue this conversation later this year. We're not done with the main event mafia, and we're going to watch some of these matches back later on. So just just hang tight. Hang with the Kurt Angle show. We're coming back. But you did you know at this point, Kurt, did you guys realize, hey, we could be going to something pretty big here? with us yeah we all knew uh, it was it would it, it actually worked out even better once we formulated it and we were like holy crap this thing's gonna be huge you know i i just don't think that we gave it enough time i think if we would have let it mature for a while it would be every bit as big as the nwo oh that, that, that's a stretch there's the line of the show that's going everywhere on all the sites. Yeah. That's going viral. <laughs> that's going clickbait. Kurt angle has fallen on the set too many times. He said, Hey, would you have changed anything though? Had now having sat here with me for the last 50 minutes and watched this from start, um, you know, till the announcement, would you have changed anything in the build? I, you know what? The only other thing I might've changed was adding another character, another okay. wrestler. And that would be Christian. Because he had a lot of success. He was a world champion. WWE he was in WWE. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was a 20-time tag team champion, world tag team champion. So Christian would have been a good addition to our group. He would have been that youth, right? Like they yes, mentioned, we mentioned Tomko at the guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think he would be the guy that we were trying to uh, train to be one of us. Yeah, yeah. He, if you were the godfather, he would be like your son, kind of. My godson. And, yeah, your godson. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, we're loopy. We got fa we got some questions from our listeners. We appreciate each and every one of you. So let's uh, get to those. Nick Lenz is up, our buddy. He says, "Kurt, did you feel it was cool being in the main event mafia?" Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're, I mean, you were pimping the suits. Cool, man. Yeah. You know what? If you look at my demeanor the whole time, I thought I was cool. Even though I wasn't, I mean, you look at me with my legs crossed, I'm drinking this drink and acting like I'm, you know, some important individual, uh, you know, sophisticated guy. It was fun doing that. It was really cool. You re it's really a full circle for you in your career, Kurt, because you started out as a geek in WWE, <laughs> yes, leave it to Beaver. Now you think you're mafia, a nerd geek heel that drank milk and, uh, got made fun of. <laughs> And now you're a mafia member. I mean, it's full I'm circle for ahead of the mafia. Yeah, the Godfather. Uh, Dylan's up next. He says, uh, "Which faction was better in TNA, the main event mafia or Aces and Eights? You're going to say the one you were a part of. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aces and Eights had a much longer run. That's true. And they had more uh, members, but no, main event mafia is the shit. <laughs> yeah, sorry. There you go. Uh, Brian Haremza, our buddy, says Sting was the good guy coming into a group of heels. Was Sting always meant to be the wild card, or was there another choice you wanted to bring into the group? Like I said, Christian would have been another addition, but uh, Sting, we needed Sting. We mm. knew we needed Sting. Uh, you know, he 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 was the one guy that had more experience than anybody else. So he he was the guy. I believe Kevin formulated that group thinking of sting first when um, kevin came up with the idea the idea main event mafia it was it's going to be me kurt angle booker and sting i mean that was his that, that he out, laid it out just like that is that what you're saying yes sir okay. but I, I think he thought of sting first okay all right there you go uh yambag jones he said being a part of the main event mafia was the first time we got to see sting without a signature face paint there you go. He's just wearing the shades. Do you recall any nervousness from Sting or any comments from anyone else, anybody else about him shedding the paint after all those years? 
you know what? He did make a remark to me once. He's like, dude, I, <laughs> I, I don't know how I look without makeup. I don't know if I'm, you know, he, he was saying, uh, I don't know if I look like an idiot or I said, stay, you look great, man. And you're, you're speaking well and uh, you're, 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 <laughs> You're communicating incredibly well. So uh, I don't know why he was so a little nervous about not having the face paint on. But, you know, you have to remember he had it on for years, his whole career. It's like a disguise. Being naked. It's like it's like, you know, maybe uh, Ray Mysterio not ripping the mask off. Yeah, yeah. Ray without the mask. Of course, Ray's going to feel a little weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, Dr. Tom Pritchard, who, uh, we used to do, uh, some shows together on ad free shows once said, Paul, I'll never forget when they made me as part of, uh, when him and, uh, Chris Candido had the tag team, the body Donnas. And when they made him do that, they cut all his hair off and he had the short blonde <laughs> hair, him and him and, uh, it was skip and zip. So, uh, he was like, Paul, do you know how weird I felt even flying and stuff? He's like, I used to hi- I have such long hair. I would hide in that in the airplane, the airport. That was kind of my, my thing. It, my long hair was, was I could hide. I was a little bit more shy and just having all your hair cut off really made me feel awkward. So I get it when they talk about, Hey, I've, I've wrestled in, in makeup my whole career. I'm sure it made all of them feel a little insecure. A little yeah, bit. yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're out in front of your public for the first time, you know, Kurt, for Kurt Angle, no big deal. He'll take the slinglet down. No big deal. He'll expose his nipples. <laughs> like that's not a big deal for Kurt Angle. I mean, he'll run around, shave his head bald. He don't care. <laughs> who wear a, a mop top that smells like somebody's asshole. He doesn't care. <laughs> Kurt's going to do it all, but other people feel like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Kurt, I had so much fun with you this week, buddy. And, uh, we're, we're going to be discussing victory road, 2009 next week. And we're going to talk a little bit more about your pal, Mick Foley, because you're going to defend the TNA title against him. Right. Angle versus Foley. And hopefully you don't crack his noggin like you just we just saw with another <laughs> stair, uh, steel chair shot. Holy shit. Hey, anytime mixing a match, there's going to be a steel chair shot. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be brain matter somewhere. <laughs> Guys, listen, you can check out all Kurt's past top impact moments at impactwrestling.com forward slash packages and sign up with code Kurt. That's right. So, uh, that'll help Kurt out big time. If you're a Kurt angle fan, we would appreciate it. Go to impactwrestling.com forward slash packages again, code Kurt. And they have TNA stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's WWE stuff. My TNA stuff. It's all your TNA. A little bit better of a career in TNA. Yeah. We just watched a hell of a match with you and Jeff. So guys, you can check it all out over there. And uh, reminder, if your business targets 25 to 54 year old men, we'd love to advertise your business right here on the Kurt Angle show. So go to advertisewithangle.com right now. Find out more about advertising with the Kurt Angle show. Uh, we have a targeted audience. Our, our listeners downloads have been increasing by the month. Our YouTube channel has grown exponentially over the last several months, and we we want to advertise your product. So check it out. Go to advertisewithangle.com and let Kurt Angle talk about your business or product because my God, if anybody knows how to push products, it's Kurt Angle. 
You're right. You, it's true. It's damn true. If you didn't know that, you haven't been watching his Instagram. <laughs> so there you go. And uh, we want to talk about ad-free shows, guys, because uh, I don't know if you guys got to check it out or not, but Top Guy Weekend was off the charts in Huntsville, uh, Alabama. They had their, they got to be a part of their own wrestling show, Kurt. Tom Pritchard was there training them how to wrestle in the ring, and they That's got awesome. to meet a lot of great people. <clears throat> Dr. Tom teaching them how to take bumps, and uh, they had an absolute blast down there. So check it out. Fans Sign up. Blast, yeah. What's that? Fans had to have a blast. Oh, dude, they had an absolute blast. You guys can too, and you can get it all next year. So they're talking about doing a beach theme uh, next year. Bash at the beach. I don't know what. Who knows? We might have some some people show up in bikinis, Kurt. It's going to be wild. <laughs> guys, check it out. Wrestling on the beach in bikinis. <laughs> Kurt Angle will be there in a slinglet. It's going to be great. <laughs> Adfreeshows.com. You get the first week completely free, and then starting $9 after that. So uh, check it out. Kurt and I are going to be doing a Zoom later on this month where we get to answer our top guys' questions, and Kurt interacts with them live, uh, so you want to make sure you're a part of that. And then uh, check us out on all the social media, show handles at The Angle Pod, and Dominic's working hard on our social media over there. You can see everything we have going on, youtube.com forward slash The Angle Pod. Kurt and I really want to break 100K, and we're well on our way to doing that. Uh, so subscribe, turn on those notifications, and help us get there with that goal. Kurt, you know what I like to do right now? I want to start hearing about your products. I had a fan reach out to me. I'm going to put you on the spot right here live on the air. And they asked me about chicken snacks, Kurt. I just thought of this as you're grabbing them. And they asked, is the packaging different? He said the packaging seems like it's been a little different lately. Is that the case? We changed it, yes. It doesn't look like this anymore. <laughs> okay, all right. But we changed our packaging. We actually changed our our. Um, uh, what's in, what's in, in the chicken snacks? We we now have whey protein chicken snacks. Ah, uh -huh, gotcha. They're not chicken snacks. They would be snack smart crispy protein bites. So one's chicken protein, one's organic plant protein, and one is whey protein. So we have all three, and uh, there's eleven different flavors: uh, sriracha, uh, honey barbecue, um, cinnamon swirl, uh, buffalo blue cheese. Mm. Um, they're, just great, great flavors. You're going to absolutely love them. Go to physicallyfit.com, order yours, and use promo code ANGLEPOD. You get 20% off. Or if you go on and sign up as a member, a lifetime member, you'll get 20% off the, re the rest of your life. So you can do that on the website, physicallyfit.com, chicken snacks, and snack smart crispy pro protein bites. All right, Kurt, before we get to your Kurt Angle brand website, I want you to talk about that cookies and milk, cookies and cream protein. My cookies and cream protein. Go to projectonenutrition.com. Uh, this, this is the best tasting protein on the market. Uh, because I love cookies and milk, we make cookies and cream uh, protein. And uh, it's absolutely incredible. I love this. I'm so glad I'm part of it that uh, I'm the name and face of the protein. Uh, this company, Project One Nutrition, uh, brought me on board and wanted me to be the name and face of the company. And, uh, and to sell this protein. And we're going to be in every GNC starting in July. We're already here. Uh, so we're, we're in every GNC. Or you could go to projectonenutrition.com to order yours. It's up to you. But uh, like I said, go to GNC, get it there. Man, that's so good. Kurt, you sent me some. I've already halfway through the container. It's so phenomenal. <laughs> I'm having it for breakfast. 
and good, uh, good right point. in right in my milk, like yeah. as you said, cookies and milk, and it, it tastes it works. so it's good. It's a little better with milk. I mean, water it still tastes incredible, but with milk, it's a little bit better. Oh, hell to the yeah! Finally, let's talk about KurtAngleBrand.com for the Kurt Angle lover in your life, which is all of us listening to the show right now. Kurt, what can we find at KurtAngleBrand.com? Let's see: birthday cards, autograph photos, T-shirts, cameo video messages. Uh, cowboy hats, uh, milk cartons. We've got the whole ball of wax. Uh, the whole ball of wax. Com, uh, <laughs> to order yours. I'll send it right to you. Guys, listen, it's worth just going to KurtAngleBrand.com to see the picture of his face on the website. <laughs> I guarantee you, once you get there, then you can click around and enjoy. But check it out, man. And we appreciate all the support, Kurt. We had a bunch of sales uh, this past month at BoxTheGimmicks.com on all these awesome t-shirts. I'm wearing the Kurt Angle cowboy hat 22 years. <laughs> That's right, 22 years to this day. Yeah, we're recording on the day of this 22-year anniversary that you broke out, the cowboy hat. And we have that Jim Cornette look-alike t-shirt, the Dominic design. I'm wearing it. And uh, I'm, guys, this is the shirt we see people buying left and right. Get you one. I'm wearing one and uh, support the Kurt Angle show. Got to have Kurt Angle on your chest with the cowboy hat. Yeah. The mini cowboy hat. We'll have Kurt Angle panties available soon for all you that want to wear Kurt Angle panties. We're going to have those as well. Uh, so that way you'll have it for our beach theme next year at ad free shows. Kurt, this has been a blast, man. I've had a good time. Me too, man. I had so much fun, Paul. Thank you. On behalf of your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, this is Paul Bromwell, and we'll see you right back here next week on the Kurt Angle show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? Yeah, how many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.